Hello and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope everyone is doing all right. Um, the day I'm recording this, which is Monday, the what's the day? I'm trying to see on my Apple Watch, the 15th of August. This is when this mini heat wave, which wasn't as bad as the last heat wave, but it's bad enough, it's coming to an end. It's starting to get very grey outside and the storms are coming. And honestly, I'm so excited because I've just not been vibing this weather and I don't think anyone has. Like, it's nice when you've not really got anything to do. So there was a period of time yesterday where I took my book outside and just sat on the grass and read and that was lovely. But trying to sleep and going to the gym has just been horrendous. Workouts have been a struggle because it's so goddamn warm. And my sleep has really taken a hit. I am tired today after a couple of nights of really, really disruptive sleep. So I'm ready for the temperature to drop and I'm ready for the rain. Don't get me wrong, like I said, I do like the sun when the weather, you know, when the weather is good, of course, that's what the sun is. When you can just sit and do nothing. So I'm going on holiday, I'm going on two holidays actually in the next month. I'm going to Spain in a few weeks and then a few about a week later, I'm going to Dubai. I know where I live my best life. And that'll be different because you can sit down by a pool with a cold drink and it'll be lush. But in this country, it is grim. So if I sound a little bit, I mean, I'm always slow, let's be real, I'm blonde. <laughs> but if I sound slower than usual, it's just because my sleep has been crap. And I don't do well off bad sleep. The second that my sleep is disrupted, even by like an hour, I can tell the difference. So to have like two or three nights where it's been heavily disrupted, Yigal is feeling it. Yigal does not feel her best self today. I've had three coffees and you won't even tell. Nothing. Nothing is giving me the energy boost. I've tried putting the music on, you know, the banging tunes. It's just like, you know what, Luce, just accept the fact that you're a tired human today. <laughs> Stop trying to make yourself more energized. There's nothing you can do. But anyhow, on to today's topic, which is all about overcoming self-doubt and building up inner self-confidence. Now, this podcast is going to be something to get you started. I am not going to lie to you and say that just by listening to this podcast, you are never going to have any self-limiting beliefs ever again. And you're going to walk away from this podcast feeling like Beyonce confidence queen. I wish I could do that, but it will get you started. Because if you've been following me for a while and you follow me, my coaching page, what it is that I'm passionate about. Yes, I'm passionate about physique changes but I'm mostly passionate about helping people build up that inner confidence because when you can overcome self-doubt and self-limiting beliefs and feel confident in yourself, not just within your body, but just with who you are, your life will freaking change. And that's what fitness did for me. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I help and support people in the way that I do. It isn't about banging transformation to my Instagram. That's what it's about. And just whilst I'm on that topic, I do still have coaching spaces. And now obviously that I've taken on Laura as a second coach, we do have capacity to take on well, more clients than I've ever been able to take on in one go. So we are open. So if you would like to inquire about coaching or you have any questions, I will leave the application form in the show notes. And of course you can reach out to either of us on Instagram as well, uh, just if you have general questions. But yeah, overcoming self-doubt. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I've overcome a lot of self-doubt over the years. Before I got into fitness, I was a very, very, very shy individual. I lacked in confidence. I lacked in self-belief. And over the years, the power of fitness has really helped me to grow it in my body, in my capabilities, and just in so much. And I really have changed a lot as a person. But the last week or so, I mean, there's so many reasons why it is. I'm not going to 
bore you and I'm probably going to record a YouTube video on it and explain it in more detail because it's a totally different topic and that will be a whole podcast in itself. There's many reasons as to why self-doubt has kicked in again. And last week, I just felt like giving up. I felt like just sacking in bodybuilding and just sacking in my goals as a, you know, physique competitor. And I just thought, what's the point? You know, self-limiting beliefs really took a hit once again. And I've managed to overcome them. I had a chat with my coach and I've had a bit of a sit down and think and thought, yeah, do you know what? You've done this before, Luce. You've doubted yourself in the past with so many things and you've proven yourself wrong. So who's to say that you can't do it again? And it just got me thinking about how much self-doubt can hold you back. You know, I was on the cusp of quitting, something that I'm super mega passionate about. And I would say that I am now quite headstrong and I am quite self-confident. And, you know, to be that close to giving to giving up because of self-limiting beliefs, I was like, that's quite scary, actually. And it it must be quite, you know, there must be quite a lot of women out there and girls out there who are giving up on things and giving up on their goals because of their own thoughts. So I want to be able to help some people out. I want to share everything that I know and everything that I've learned over the years as an individual and as a coach for overcoming self-doubt, self-limiting beliefs and building confidence and share them with you guys in the podcast. So let's get into it then. So self-doubt is driven by self-limiting beliefs. So self-limiting beliefs are the beliefs that we hold about ourselves, obviously that are that limitations we don't think we can do certain things we don't feel we have the capacity and ability to achieve what it is that we want to achieve and most of the time these thoughts are wrong you know they're just thoughts they're not fact and these thoughts are influenced by things such as past experience so maybe you've failed in the past at it past trauma that's quite a big one so the experiences that we have in our upbringing or significant life events can have a huge impact and things as well like social media influence that makes us feel that we have to be a certain way or that you should be 100% all the time there are so many things which drive these beliefs but belief isn't fact and that's what you need to remember is that it's a belief shaped by something and if you do ever get the opportunity to do some deep work on yourself maybe go get therapy or for me it was going to speak to a psychic medium um who basically helped me to unpick my past and she brought some past trauma to light that I buried for freaking years and it made me understand where my self-doubt and self-limiting beliefs are coming from so I'd highly recommend doing something like that or even just if you can just sit down and be you know in your own thoughts and meditate for a while and really reflect on where they've come from it really does help to understand you know why you feel the way you do because then it's like well I get that but that's not fact that's just something that's happened to me that shaped a belief but it's not fact and if obviously you can't do that or you just don't understand where the the limiting beliefs come from just understand that it's not fact and remember that everyone has the capacity to change as well you know there are certain things about us that you know don't change you know the color of our hair I mean obviously you can dye your hair but that's just a fixed entity the color of your your eyes your height you know if you have like a certain um genetic disorder or something like that that's just that's just who you are that's biology but when it comes to the way that we are as people we can change that to a degree we can influence the way that we act and the way that we behave and influence our own thoughts and thinking patterns there's something called neuro neuroplasticity, which is the idea that we can l- unlearn and learn certain things. And that also influences our behavior as well. So don't go give that a read up. It's a very, very interesting concept. And the idea of neuroplasticity is about learning. So that obviously, you know, when you 
you repeat something you learn something and if you don't repeat something you'll forget it but it also does have it does have merit and credibility with human action and behavior and thinking patterns as well so self-doubt um is is just totally lost my train of thought (laughs) and yeah I knew this lack of sleep would like really really get to me at some point in this podcast yeah, so what I was trying to say there is that self-doubt, the way to overcome self-doubt is to obviously increase self-confidence. They're kind of like a yin and yang, they're two opposites. If you're high in self-confidence, you're going to be low in self-doubt and vice versa. If you're very, very high in self-doubt and low self-esteem, you're probably going to, no, well, high in that, you're going to be low in confidence. So that's what I was trying to say there. So like I said, the reason that you're typically low in confidence and high in self-doubt is because you have failed in the past Potentially you've been told that you can't by other people. You've seen other people around you fail, or perhaps you are just a very, very self-critical person. You know, you're a perfectionist. If you're like me and you do find that you are quite, you know, quite harsh on yourself and quite self-critical and you always want to be 100% bang on, you'll find that you doubt yourself a lot more than other people do. Perhaps you tried something in the past. You've tried dieting in the past. You've tried to go to the gym in the past and it just failed miserably. So you just see yourself as a failure as a result. You know, someone said, oh, you'll never be able to do that. Oh, you'll never be able to lose weight. Oh, you know, you'll never be able to do X, Y, and Z. You see other people around you failure. You di- the idea of failure is just reinforced and reinforced and reinforced, and you're seeing failure a lot more. That is going to massively, massively increase your doubt because if you're surrounded by thoughts of failure, well, then you're never going to do it. Does that kind of make sense? So it's just being very, very aware of that as well. And auditing what information you're taking in, auditing what things you cho- you're choosing to remember, auditing your thinking patterns. So the first stage of overcoming self-doubt is all about self-reflection, basically. You have to become very, very self-aware of your own thoughts, thinking patterns, where things come from, and what it is you're surrounding yourself with. And, and, and does your environment and the people around you or the things that you choose to see impact how you think and feel? And that's not something you can just sit down and do. That's something that you need to be reflective of for periods of time. Or if you can, just take some time out and step away, meditate, just take an hour just to really sit and journal. And it can be really, really powerful. So why is confidence so goddamn important? You know, when people think of confidence, they literally do think of like Beyonce walking down the catwalk and like posing and like, oh, I love myself sort of thing. But it's it's more than that. That's what I used to think feeling confident was like, oh, I can't wait to be confident so I can take a selfie and not feel bad about it I can't wait to be able to just go into a shop and buy whatever the hell I want and not care you know how I'm going to look in that outfit but that's that's not all that self-confidence is and that's not the reason that I'm passionate about it of course I want everyone to look and feel amazing in themselves because it really does help it really does you know overcome a lot of struggles that I remember facing in my younger years with body image and self-perception and to not have those worries or as as much because we all do have bad days with body image is really, really powerful. But the importance of confidence for me and the reason that being high in self-confidence is something that I'm so goddamn passionate about helping people achieve is number one is that when you are confident, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can set yourself a goal and you can work towards it. It doesn't stop you from going towards things that you want to do and things that you want to achieve in life. And that's not just within the gym or with certain physique goals. That's with things like your job. Like I've helped clients who were very, very low in self-confidence, build self-confidence through through health and fitness. And they've gone for job promotions and got them and gone for their dream job and I've had people say I've actually feel confident enough to go out and start dating again. So it's doing things that you actually want to do. 
you're going to self-sabotage less because when you are high in self-doubt, you're going to self-sabotage in order to just kind of solidify those beliefs. It's the idea of the self-fulfilling prophecy of if you think you're going to fail, your actions will follow suit. So if you feel like you're never, ever going to succeed at a diet, for example, you will put, you know, you'll find yourself in situations where it's easy to self-sabotage, like, you know, just you out at a meal, I'll just eat whatever I want because what's the point anyway? When you're confident that you can achieve it, you will be much more confident to go, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to say no to that. I'm going to say no to that because I know that by saying no to that, I'm going to be in alignment with my goals and I'm confident that I can goddamn achieve them. And it allows us to bloody succeed. (laughs) And that is the most important thing. It allows us to get shit done. It allows us to get us to where we want to be. So whatever goals you have, until you are confident in yourself and your ability to achieve them, that self-doubt is always going to hold you back. And it will. When you are confident that you can and you will, that's when shit gets real and that's when the magic happens. So you see why confidence is so important. It's more than just looking good, feeling good, selfies on Instagram, walking down catwalks. It's your entire fucking quality of life and your entire, I'm going to say that, do the F-bomb again because I'm so fucking passionate. <laughs> said it already. Fucking future that you can change and mold into something that you want. So we've talked about self-doubt and how to identify it and how to be reflective on it. We've talked about the importance of confidence so now it's time to discuss how the hell do you build this confidence? How the hell do you get rid of self-doubt? How the hell do you get rid of self-limiting thoughts? And how the hell do you build confidence? Well, I wish there was just a step-by-step method um, that I could teach you. And, you know, you you walk away from this podcast, you go and do it, and bam, you feel amazing. It's not as simple and straightforward as that. However, there are many things that you can do that you need to implement, rinse, repeat, and just keep going with consistency is key when it comes to anything it's consistency is key for fat loss and muscle building it's also the same for working on yourself and working on your mindset these are things that i've done these are things that i help my clients do and i guide them to do and these are things that will make a difference and you can plug and play things that you think are more relevant to yourself plug and play things that you think will work better for you but ultimately these are the things that i would highly suggest doing So the first thing is to just prove to yourself that you can and improve your ability at something. So think about the first time that you did something like ice skating, riding a bike, trying to write an essay. The first time that you tried like a new skill or something like that. How did you feel when you did it? You felt so out of your depth, so uncomfortable. You probably had, if you're like me, had a wobble, can't do this. And then four or five times later, 10 times later, 15 times later, the more that you just practiced and went at it, you become second nature. And well, things like ice skating never became second nature to me because I'm freaking useless. But when you just repeat something, or think about the gym, you know, think about the first time you did an exercise, you were like wobbly, like what the hell? And now I bet you pick up the dumbbells and you, you do it. You just don't think about it because you're now confident that you can do it. It's the same with yourself. If Whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you're doubting your ability to do, you just have to prove to yourself that you can. It's like with dieting, what I say to people is you have to push through. You will have times where you just don't want to stick to it, but you have to push through those times. Because when you push through those times, you'll see results. And when you see results, that's when that spark kicks and you go, damn, I can do this. And you want to keep going and you can then persevere through. So you just have to prove to yourself that you can. So stick with something, prove to yourself that you can, prove your competence at it, because when you improve your competence at something, you're going to be more confident at it. 
And another kind of mindset shift when it comes to building up self-confidence, people think confidence is about perfectionism. People think that, you know, people who are confident are perfect, amazing, on it all the time, and that's not the case. Confidence comes from understanding that your best is enough. You know, giving 100% is enough. It's not about being 100%. Because when you strive to be 100% perfect, your confidence is going to get hit because you are going to fall short at some point. Everyone falls short of perfection in some way, shape or form at some point. It is just inevitable. And if you're expecting to be 10 out of 10 and you fall short, it's going to hit your confidence. Whereas if you understand that by giving your all, you're putting yourself in the best position and that your best is good enough, that will massively, massively help. So understanding that giving 100% is completely different to being 100%. Because 100% is going to be very context dependent. So for example, giving 100% on a day when you're poorly in the context of being poorly is allowing your body to rest. Giving 100% when you are, let's say, away on holiday and not able to access the gym is just being mindful of your food choices. So it's being 100% in the context of where where you're at, how you're feeling and understanding that that's okay. Other things that you can do to help build up your self-confidence, affirmations is one. So journaling, mindset work. This is something that's not for everyone, but I do think it works because, again, it comes back to that idea of neuroplasticity that I was talking about earlier. And the concept of neuroplasticity, they basically say that neurons that fire together wire together. So by repeating something, you create a connection in your brain. So by repeating something to yourself over and over again, the more you'll believe it to be true. Now, this does have crossover into that improving your ability. So the more you do something, the more confident you'll become. But sometimes it's just telling yourself that I am this or I can do this. You won't believe it at first, but if you keep telling yourself it, it's going to sit at the front of your mind. And then when little things start to happen that prove to you that you can, it's going to really, really strengthen that neural connection to really, really solidify that belief. Doing things that push you out of your comfort zone is a huge one that I'm really, really passionate about when it comes to confidence, because confidence doesn't come from doing the easy stuff. Confidence comes from doing the stuff that you have doubts, you know, that self-doubt that you can do, but actually showing up and proving to yourself that you can and being like, fuck, I'm amazing. I'm pretty good. And this is why I like to do things like client photo shoots and setting my clients like tasks and challenges. Like when they say to me, oh, just done this lift in the gym, I'll go, awesome but let's go for this. And like, what? I can't do that. Yes, you can. And when they do it, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. It's like, yep, exactly. And that's how you build confidence by getting yourself out of comfort zones. Comfort zones will only hold you back. Comfort zones are where you're happy to sit, but it's that self-doubt that's stopping you from going outside of it. So sometimes you have to force yourself outside of that safety net, do something which feels not you, out of character, scary, horrendous, but you will be thankful that you did. Having a really good support network is another one. So like I was saying to you about self-doubt, a lot of the time self-doubt and self-limiting beliefs can be caused by our environment. So if you're in quite a negative environment, that's only going to solidify those negative thoughts. So let's just say you're in the office, right? And someone walks in and goes, oh my God, I've just put on like four pounds this weekend. And, you know, I hate myself. And then everyone joins in like, oh, dieting's pointless. What's the point? I can't diet. And everyone's just negative, 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 negative and you're surrounded by that negativity, well, that's only going to decrease the belief that you can. I was brought up in an environment where my mum was quite a heavy yo-yo dieter, and I would always see her start a diet and fail a diet. And when I first ever attempted a diet, I was really, really apprehensive that I would see it through because of the self-limiting beliefs I'd internalized through my childhood. So 
being in an environment that's a, that motivates you to prove to you that you can really helps. So ways that you can do this is to join community groups. Um, if you obviously have a coach and they have a community group, be proactive in it. Speak to other people within that, which is why I'm so big on community within my client, within my clients, because they will have environments in their personal life which demotivate them, which increase their self-doubt. Perhaps their partner makes comments, their people in the office make comments, or just, you know, they, they're not in the most negative, their parents make comments, they're just not in the most positive environment to build that confidence. Whereas we support each other, we share wins, we give each other ideas, we back each other up. And that really, really helps to build up that confidence. And those are my best bits of advice. I know there's not loads, but honestly, just those things alone will really make a difference. These are all things that I've done and seen the difference with. These are all things that I tell and help my clients with, and it makes a difference. And I promise you, if you go away, you action and implement over time. You know, don't expect a quick fix. We don't do quick fixes over here. I wish, I wish, I wish we could make this a quick fix because I do understand how powerful confidence is. And obviously on the the other end of the scale, how powerful self-doubt is and I wish I could change it for you by the click of a finger but I can't but what I have done is shared everything that I know and I promise you if you go away you implement you action you stay consistent and you stay patient you will see huge huge changes in your inner confidence you will see that self-doubt start to fade and fade and fade and your confidence grow and grow and grow and like I've said this is not just about confidence for whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve within health and fitness, this is something that will manifest in all walks of your life and hugely benefit and level up your life. So you may have listened to a few past episodes and just nodded and smiled at what I've said and go, that's nice, I might do that, and then not. This is one that I will not would not sit on. This is one that I would take freaking action with because I guarantee that when you do, it's going to be one of the best things you will ever, ever do, ever 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 um no money back guarantees no <laughs> i'm joking but honestly it's it will change your life and i think that's a really good way to end the podcast because that was a pretty emotional powerful you know i feel like i was on like a film giving like an emotional speech or something but i think that's the best way to end it so yeah i'm gonna end it there <laughs> gone from like a deep emotional motivational speech to yeah, thanks for listening. But thank you for listening. I hope this one has been insightful. Like I've said, do not sit on this one. Take action. As always, I'm here to help. So anything that you've enjoyed about this episode, anything you want to find out more about, any questions that you have off it, at Lucy underscore your life is the Instagram. Tag me if you've listened to it, screenshot it, or just let me know any thoughts or feelings, questions that you have about it. But over and out for this week, guys, the storm is about to hit. I can I can sense it. I can't hear anything, but you know when you get like, like sixth sense that there's a storm coming? I feel like Karen on Mean Girls, just like my breast can tell it's all, you know, it's raining or it was about to rain. <laughs> it's definitely about, I don't know why I just said that on, Inst- it's not on Instagram, it's, it's the podcast. Right, I definitely need to end this podcast here because I'm rambling, I'm tired. Have a great week, guys, and I'll see you on next week's episode.